Welcome to Thirsty on Tune, where we drink wine and read webtoons. Hi, I'm your co-host Bronwyn, your webtoon obsessive, dopamine addicted, idiots in love, and slow burn sommelier. And I'm your co-host Chris, webtoons acolyte, enemies to lovers lover, and banter core aficionado. So pull up a page, pour yourself a drink, and let's dive in. You're thirsty on Maine, we're thirsty on Tune. Well, hello. How are you today? I am tired and a little bit giddy with laughter. Excellent. (laughs) You and I have been talking before we hit record. We love to see it. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) How are you today? Oh, I'm still reeling about your power thruple of beverages. (laughs) Oh, we're just going to jump right here. (laughs) Look, I have... An angry orchard, hard cider. Excellent. Uh, some uh, seltzer water. That's Excellent. Vaguely flavored. Stay and hydrated. Some wine. Yes. <laughs> this because... wine is called main character wine. So it was oh made for me. <laughs> oh my God, get out. Did they make it in white? <laughs> you know, look, I'm not sure. <laughs> I just, I love it. It's very fragrant. It's very full bodied. I like it a lot. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did one of those online quizzes that was like, say these things that you like in food and we'll tell you what wine to get. But I kind of stupidly didn't realize it was an ad. Uh, (laughs) I did it. And then it was like, you can buy these wines from us. And I was like, well, now I kind of want to. (laughs) I I did. (laughs) Not only was it an ad, it was a successful one. Extraordinarily successful. Um, Yeah. So, you know, Bright Sellers, if you want to, you want to sponsor our show. (laughs) (laughs) Do they make main character or, you know, quirky gay bestie in white. <laughs> I, will, I will, I will check. I hope that they do, uh, but they did make main character and it's delicious. And they said it fit my style, which is probably just a way to get hype me up into buying it, but I liked it. <laughs> yeah. That's Look, fair. I'm a grad student. I will take validation, even if it's entirely capitalistic. <laughs> here's your psa folks Mm -hmm. internal validation is something to strive for (laughs) because external validation is never guaranteed (laughs) here's your psa if you are working on internal validation don't go to grad school (laughs) (laughs) this is where our paths diverged (laughs) it will set you back a bit (laughs) oh god so what are we talking about today oh we are talking about a comic that you brought to us today Bronwyn so what did you bring oh I love this one so much it's called Novi yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I just love these characters. I love everything about this book. It's so exciting. So I'm just going to jump right into the blurb so that you guys blurb can it. be right on page with me. All right. So we have Raziol. He's an astronomer with a romantic heart. And Sylvain is a kind-hearted necromancer with a troubled past. Because, you know, of course he is. Yeah. 
A strong connection forms between them as they discover the cosmos together and their relationship blooms. But trouble lurks in the streets of Paris when the body of a fellow astronomer is found on the steps of the Academy of Sciences. Signs point to dark magic and Raziel and Sylvain's lives become entangled in ways they could never foresee. Yeah, they do. LGBTQ (laughs) plus and male male. (laughs) They sure do become entangled, but we'll get to that. (laughs) Yeah. So. What do you think for genre on this one? Okay. Okay. I think that it is swoony, science-loving, soft boy fluff with a side of immortality, magic, and murder. Oh my God. See, you were so freaking gifted with this. I can't with you. Oh my God. That's perfection. (laughs) Do I I spend more time on that than any other part of my notes? Yes. (laughs) I love it though. It's just so perfect. I can't, I mean, I can't even bring mine to the table. I will no, I will, but it's not as good. (laughs) I said supernatural historical romance. That's all about that squeeze. Oh yeah, it is. (laughs) It is. They are so soft. Oh, oh, I love our little soft voice. They're so soft. So They're squishy. both soft, which is really cute. I feel like we don't see double soft characters that no, often. No. And I love it. I'm here for it. Too. This is all comfort. <laughs> it is. I mean, you know, I mean, it's not like there's no, there's no mm-hmm. like edge to it at all. Of course there is in the storytelling, but it, and the art. Oh my God. Okay. We're going to get oh into my that. God, yes. Just oh yeah. my god, I can't oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thousand percent. Yes. <laughs> can't. Yes. Oh no, I agree. But soft boys. Soft boys. <laughs> love, love them. them. <laughs> Just want to pet their little faces like they're kitties. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. I should we talk about our soft boys and we our should. favorite characters? Yes, we should. Absolutely. Oh, so sweet baby necromancer Sylvain. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. And, and just right off the bat, that's you. Yes. Sylvain, you think? Yeah. Really? A little bit. See, I think I was more of a Raziel. I, I see elements of this too, but mm. definitely I... They're split though, because they're both soft boys. Yes. They they're split between boys. us. They are. We can share them. We share them. <laughs> so for I will sure. say this one, unlike many of the other ones, I wasn't like, oh, I am this character. No. As clearly. No. Uh, they are both softer than I am, which is saying a lot. I know, right? I do be soft. <laughs> I'm the squishiest. <laughs> I know, but I do think I have slightly more of a razor's edge than either of them. And considering that Solvain has murdered thousands, that is something. <laughs> can't wait to get to that part of the backstory (laughs) look he is the softest murder baby we have yet encountered i know i have such a such a place in my heart for murder babies but this one in particular because he's he doesn't fit the mold he doesn't i I, i'm gonna need to understand what happened with the murdering because i feel like story does not yet check out (laughs) no i feel like this is maybe him taking internal responsibility for something perhaps he did not have as much responsibility for as Mm -hmm. or control over as he would like Mm -hmm. yeah probably we shall see we shall see uh yes so sullivan is a sweet necromancer with a 
something going on in his past. He is very old. He's like immortal. Um, and that he still manages to be so sweet after this like super long life is yeah. such a testament to his character. Like I love how he sees and explores and interacts and communicates with the world. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. And I think a lot of it, I think it had kind of been hidden for a long time and mm-hmm. Raziel awoke it in him. I know. <sighs> I'm gonna swoon this entire thing. I'm just okay. <laughs> and Raziel, I'm not gonna lie, gets a little extra star from me. Yes, I love Raziel. I love this little nerd. His enthusiasm for learning and astronomy and books and discovery just oh resonates so thoroughly with yes. me. Yes. Oh, he has like the actual epitome of joie de vivre, you know, like. Yes. Oh yes. my God. He's he loves so life cute. so hard. He just wants to look at the stars. Um, he is deeply frustrated when anyone makes him do like social things that are not his science things. So. Yes. That's the part you're relating to. Maybe a little. Like I just I, I'm not gonna lie, I was relating to the abandonment issues and the disaster. <laughs> I mean, I was relating to 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 Sylvain on those ones, like with the quiet and the Yeah, it's a little little you can have this bit, I'll have that bit. Yeah, we'll put it together. We'll put it together. Oh god. But like there are and the story very much focuses on our soft boys. Absolutely. Yes. But there are yes. some great side characters in this there too. There are that I want to know a thousand percent more about. Oh uh, yeah. Like a vivrette. Like yes. gorgeous witchy woman with a gift for bugs oh. and nature and growing things. Yes, please. Yes. I love her little cottage core, like little shop. It's so great. Ugh, right. I love her so much. I want to know everything about her. She's stunning. Yep. And our detective duo, <gasps> yes! what the fuck is up there? They are I have clearly, no idea, but I love them and I want I more. love them. They are clearly in a relationship. One of them is gender expo- expansive, exploring, queer, something. 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 They definitely present differently yes, <laughs> depending on the situation. Well, they, they present differently at home than they do outside. So I can't yeah. tell yet if it's like fluid or if they uh, are currently like, not out but they are trans or you know what's up we don't know no, what's up no idea. we just and know it, it just... at home they present feminine and at work they present masculine is what and we I, know at the moment i like i love a lot about this story Me like too. a lot a lot there's a lot going on here but one of my favorite things is that there is a lot of gender fluidity in this yes. that is just not an issue yeah it's just not a thing it's just it's there and it's not actually part of the story in terms of like relevant to what's going on it's just Just exists there and it's so cool it is and there is like i mean this is historic france and you know with magic infused but there is like homophobia and stuff like Mm -hmm. that that's sort of periphery but to our characters it is sort of periphery like this is we have to hide things but there's just so much queer joy in this where it's not like the main part of the story that we're focusing on exactly which i love that i I love that you managed to successfully get queer joy in a setting that you wouldn't anticipate it because of that sort of homophobic overtone um yes that exists just due to the nature of the setting right right? like oh yeah glorious the 1000 percent. there's no way anyone doesn't know sylvain and raziel are together right (laughs) oh i know they're just so they're just like paw at each other (laughs) 
oh and the longing oh. looks and the eyes and the stars and the like oh my i think we're God. at a, we're like at gay wolf book here again where it's like you stare at his ass like you left a winning lottery ticket up there <laughs> literally they're like we have to be subtle when they're at this ball and then five seconds in he's like hand on your chest hand on your cheek I'm gonna rub down your covet like, like, buddy, buddy. <laughs> i know we're in france but come on <laughs> but my dude and then they sneak <laughs> off together and you're just like <laughs> i mean you do you boo <laughs> fully making out not even a locked door between them and the party as we find out <laughs> I love it so much. These I are our boys. Some delightful idiots. I love them. And what about Hugens? Like, yeah, I love him as the mentor for Raziel. Like, he's no. so cute. Like, he is great. Him fostering this wee little nerd that he found yeah. in Raziel, you know, despite the yeah. racist overtones from a lot of his peers. Oh, yeah. And he just, he just is so like pure science focused. He just, yes. like, he doesn't even see it he sees somebody who yeah. is skilled and thoughtful and i know that that's problematic like i am mm-hmm. aware that it's oh yeah problematic and it's gonna to be a problem it. in this story i could already a thousand tell. percent but he's such a genuine person yeah. that, and he cares so much about raziel like he just mm-hmm. sees him as a person not yeah. you know the fact that he's a person of color or you know like yeah. and he so he's just spent so much time and in investing yeah. in this person that yeah you know and it's, I, it's yeah it's so complicated right because if he could see social situations at all he would know that because where we're at in the story he's about to leave and he's like you're gonna be fine without me you'll make it far and i'm just like oh you fucking idiot right and even raziel like he knows knows. he knows knows. like he he doesn't stand a chance without him there to push him forward and you're just like ah yeah so he definitely has some culture blinders on oh, for sure. like he's got that you know old white guy sense yeah of, if you are if you're good at what you do what what could possibly stop you kind of yeah. mentality and you're just like so many things um, but he like but he doesn't do it from a yeah, place of no. of he, he i'm trying to hold it. anyone back he's he's definitely doing it from a place of i'm completely ignorant of yeah the fact that this would be different for you right can we also talk about super hot super evil merlin <laughs> oh yeah oh my god he's hot he is hot (laughs) i was like whoa i I, it took me a stupidly long time to realize how he was about to be the evil i was i I was in like the darkling from shadow and bones territory here where i was just like hot 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 oh bad Mm, but still hot hot, but like (laughs) he can do what he wants <laughs> like i know i should be mad about this yeah like i well, am I'm, but uh, maybe not as much as i should be but like guys have you seen how hot he is <laughs> because damn i am genuinely i oh i have many a thought about merlin and how upset i am by some of my beliefs about what's going on with him we'll get to there in predictions right mm-hmm. but oh god <laughs> Oh my God. I know. Also, hot, can we hot. talk just a little bit about death? Yes. Like oh death God, as in capital her. D death. Yes. I love her. Like we don't really know enough about her yet, but I just, her yeah. character design and her just her skeleton oh, hands. Oh my God. I love her. She's so great. Yes. I, oh, such love. Mm-hmm. All the characters in this are really good. I want to know more about all of them. Yes. 
every much. single one very yeah. much yeah like there's yeah. a carriage driver in here who doesn't even have a single word of dialogue and i still am like fascinated right or we got a descendant of morgana that yes. just came in in the last like issue and has butterfly tattoos on their face i'm actually not sure gender on that character either but um, i love it i know i was actually kind of because this is the first character in the actual out in public where i was like oh do we have a publicly gender queer character too like i don't know i'm not sure but i'm excited <laughs> i know right i'm excited oh. i love this character already i know nothing about them but i love them seriously Oh my God. Can we get a little bit into shippiness then? Let's ship it. Let's I, ship it. You know up. I ship it. <laughs> yeah. Sylvain and Raziel. Obviously. Oh my God. OTP. <laughs> they're swoon. It's They're insta-love in a way that sometimes insta-love makes me roll my eyes. And I don't know why this was so good that I was just like, no, I'm on board. <laughs> I, you know. know what? I feel the exact same way, except right. I'm pretty sure I know why. Okay, that this why? works. Why? And I think it's the art because right. I went back for this to reread and to go through it. And that first moment when they are being introduced and you see Raziel looking through the bookshelves and he spies Sylvain and then yeah. he makes a noise and Sylvain looks through and then Sylvain gets that sort of smile on his face like, oh, oh. I saw you. And it's just oh. right. The, and the, just the, the facial expressions on this are so evocative. Yeah. And the lighting, the lighting. The, the lighting in this, uh, holy shit. Like I, uh, I, yeah, thousand percent. I know we comment on the art every time and I know we've commented on lighting before, but I'm not sure I've ever seen the equal. Yeah. It's so incredible. I, I literally like snippeted a couple of panels for example, so I could make references when we were talking. Yeah, it's just like holy crap. Yeah, oh, thousand crap. percent. <laughs> uh, do we have other ships? I do. Curiosity? Our our um detectives. Detectives. Oh, me too. I should the crap out of them. I don't know what their names are. Oh, I did. I wrote it down. <laughs> okay, Cyril okay. and Elwan. Oh, Cyril and Elwan. I feel like we've heard their names one time, so I'm very yeah. impressed you got that because I was just calling them detective duo this whole time. <laughs> Um, as is my want <laughs> yes I love it no I know I I, I, I realize you know a cab and all that but I love Cyril yes. <laughs> you know I I'm not gonna lie I didn't trust them at first because again they're cops um, yeah I mean I guess they're pre-cop cops but they're cops. are they the, I don't I yeah. don't know I'm not sure I that actually that's am a not, thing. I'm not real clear what time period this is 1600s oh thank you okay <laughs> They were, pre- they're pre-police, but they yes. are definitely detectives. So yeah. Yeah. Don't know that it makes it better. I'm, um, st- I'm still not hundred percent sure we can trust them. I love no. them anyway. <laughs> I, th- I think, well, <laughs> I took it back. <laughs> I, th- I think they are trying, but I think they might be working for someone yeah. who isn't. Yes. But we'll get that to that prediction. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, true of us all working for big business, right? <laughs> <laughs> Capitalism. Oh, not a, God. Not a one of us is good. But nope. they are cops, though. So they're a special kind yeah, of not this good. This is true. This mm-hmm. is true. Yeah. Oh, yep. God. <sighs> yeah, love Do you it. have any but, other ships? Or? Um, uh, okay. <laughs> Vivret and anyone. <laughs> Vivret and 
descendant of Morgana. Oh yeah. A witch ship. Just oh. a dual, dual witch ship. Yes. I don't, we don't, again, we know nothing about this character except that they have butterfly tattoos and Vivette loves butterflies. Yes. <laughs> so Chip and they're both <laughs> hot AF. And they so. are both hot AF. Both they are both hot AF. Also, just Vivette just deserves love. Yes. So let's give her a, All a Morgana yep. descendant. Whose name, again, we do not know. We only know that they're descendant of Morgana. Exactly. Yeah. Or maybe they are Morgana. We're getting a lot of immortals in this story. I mean, exactly. <laughs> I would be excited if they're Morgana. You know what? I mean, that's going to go in my official predictions. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I have a lot for this one. I have your know. Aren't you glad right I made you read this event? I'm so glad. I, I'm I, like, I, okay. Listeners, I recommended this like eight times and then finally said, oh no, we're discussing this. You have to read it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I don't want to, to be fair. You gave me like six pages of recommendations. Okay. Yeah. That's a little <laughs> bit true. Because <laughs> like, This week you were like, you've got to read these hockey romances. And I'm like, I'll get there. Once I'm done reading the 12 other books that we've talked about reading. <laughs> In my defense, you were reading a shitty book. I didn't recommend. In my defense, I don't have one, but <laughs> it was so shitty listeners. I will never declare it on the show because we don't believe in shitting on authors. Yes. And I'm sure that's not okay. This book is for someone and that someone loved it. I not that someone also, it wasn't a romance, which might not be the author's fault. I bet it was the publisher's fault because they put that fucking thing under romance and gave it to me. And I was like, cool. And I read that whole fucking book and it wasn't a romance. Right. And like, honest to God, I know this is a total divergent, but. Oh, we never do that. Oh no, no, no. We're always completely <laughs> very hinged on and track. on the rails and very, yes. We are so, the most on the track people on this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, legit. Like if you are reading something and you're specifically in the mood for something, it can very much change whether you like it or not. Right. Yes. Like, so I'm like, okay, I am in the mood for a thriller. I want a thriller. Right. And I get something that is just all soft boy romance. I'm like, right. okay, well, this is not exciting. That's not what I wanted. And all of a sudden it's crappy. I yes. mean, if objectively probably isn't yeah I just wasn't in the mood for that you know I mean look we we will talk off Mike about how it was objectively crappy in many ways (laughs) yes but I have a high tolerance for things that are not necessarily I read the entire damn book so obviously I do as well so but I don't require things to be, you know, award-winning yeah. all of the time. No. I just need them to be entertaining and meet my yes. needs at any given point. But when they yes. say they're going to be one thing and they turn out to be something else, it's extremely disappointing. Like, a romance is a specific thing, right? <laughs> Many books can have romance in it, but a romance by definition is focused on the couple getting together or thruple or polycule if mm. we're lucky if we're lucky. If we're lucky. <laughs> um, but often just couple. Come on, but I'll think outside the Diane, but exactly, <laughs> but uh, it should be focused on that, and everything romance- else happens in the periphery. And romances as a genre have happily ever afters or happily for nows. That's yes. like in the definition, right? <laughs> it is literally in the definition. It is. I'm not making this shit up. It is. So why did I just read something that didn't have a fucking happily ever after? Because it was misdiagnosed. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, listeners, she didn't hear come here to hear me rant about a book that I'm not even going to tell you what it is. But now, let's talk themes in Nova. Let's talk about the, what we're actually here to talk about. Yes. Woo, okay, Bronwyn. Yes. Are you intentionally guiding me toward everything with abandonment issues? Is this a message? <laughs> Did you talk to my therapist? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. Did she call you? <laughs> What's the equivalent of attorney-client privilege here? I don't know. <laughs> it isn't. It's my privilege, not yours. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's so funny because I swear to God, it's not on purpose. I know, I know it isn't. I know it isn't. But oh, my God. And listeners, you don't even understand because the books that we haven't talked about yet have this theme, too. So like, you think it's just happened twice. It's about to happen so many more times in so a row. Many more times. <laughs> like three more episodes that we at have least, planned? At least. Or four? <laughs> <sighs> Oh, anyway. I know I'm going to have to like deliberately pick something that doesn't have abandonment issues. And now I'm not even sure I'm capable. <laughs> I know. I know. I was going through my mental, like, okay, but like, what could I pick? <laughs> Do I only read things with abandonment issues? Is this what we're discovering? And like, I don't even have abandonment issues. I'm going to get them from yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> but not for me abandoning you. I promise. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, never. <laughs> love you i love you too <laughs> oh are the listeners still here for <laughs> <What's-> <laughs> anyway so abandonment issues uh entered the chat again <laughs> right uh in uh raziel oh my god poor raziel <laughs> I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he he's got some stuff from his because um you know, his mentor is retiring, is leaving mm-hmm. academia, and his immediate reaction was to run off sobbing and going not again. And I was like, oh god. <laughs> well, his mom left him. Oh, I know. I'm, and no, his I lover under- left him. I understand. <laughs> I'm just saying I understood too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor he's, babe. He's, he's got a few things, and he's so sweet. I don't understand, I but I'm sure there's like a lot happening here. Like, yeah, and then he start. Well, his whoa, his lover, his toxic ex is definitely in my notes as well. So, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. yeah, but I the scene where he is talking to Sylvain and he's just like, "I'm not enough for anyone ever." Oh. Oh my god! <laughs> All the feels. I I I am made of suffering. <laughs> it is so good though. Oh. I another theme that I'm realizing the stuff we are drawn to has, and I think this is the actual connecting thread that mm-hmm. we are drawn to. The yes. abandonment issues are a symptom, but yes. I think the connecting thread is you and I are drawn to stories where people heal their trauma in loving connections. Yes. Right. And yeah. not again, not in a like toxic codependent way, but in a, we explore our trauma together and become healthier together kind of yes. way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the found family sense. Found and the, family. Yes. The exploring the concept of othering by. Yeah. By coming together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Yes. Like, let's talk through what's going on in our minds. We are very drawn to <laughs> working through our emotions. <laughs> Funny Imagine. That. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, I love yeah. it. But like, there's a lot of that concept here, like in the, yeah. the, the concept of othering that I was talking about, you yeah. know, like where that's explored, you know, from the perspective of the Magoy being, mm-hmm. you know, yes. um, segregated and, yeah. and, and, but and also, killed, you know, killed if they're found. Exactly. Uh, but they are also the exploration of just like the straight up standard racism and homophobia, mm-hmm. you know, that's absolutely. So it, it's interesting because you get it from a kind of a fantasy perspective, but also mm-hmm. in an actual, um, like right reflection of society. Yeah. Which is good. Cause a lot of fantasy does the, you know, superpower is as metaphor, magic as mm-hmm. metaphor, you know, X-Men as metaphor, you know, yeah. whatever it is, but this one's like, okay, yes, magic as metaphor, but also reality as reality. Like, yes. Which, which I is think is such really, an important bit. It's such a good juxtaposition too. It and it's is. hard. I think that's hard to do well. I think it's hard to do well, but it's so much better than when you have, let's use magic as a metaphor for racism, but then only have white characters in the entire fantasy novel. <laughs> <laughs> It's so bad. Or, you know, the X-Men are a metaphor for gay characters, but we won't have gay characters for decades. <laughs> right? Like, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Ugh. Um, but I think another theme that they really thoroughly explore and well here that I'm real, I'm here for it. Yes. Is death and the concept yes. of mor- mortality yes. and what it means to be alive. Oh my God. Yes. And I love that. I love, and it comes from such interesting perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have, like we had said with Raziel and his, his joie de vivre, you know, like his, yeah. he's got this incredible sense of vitality mm-hmm. in the movement of the character and his facial expressions and the, his just enthusiasm for everything. But you still get this like quiet sense of it from Sylvain where he's seen so much mm-hmm. and he still loves it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just, and then you have oh, yeah. Ivred, who is all about yes. the expression of life, yes. right? And I just, it's, and then you have death herself. Yeah. Who is this incredible, beautiful juxtaposition of, of flesh and bone and. Right. It's geez, magnificent. It's so magnificent. And, and even the portrayal of the landscape of death mm, with yes. the, the blackness. It's gorgeous. And then this fields of golden wheat that are yeah. so lush and beautiful and, and, and saturated mm-hmm. in color. And oh my God, it's glorious. Yeah. And then there's just this like uh, ongoing ominous presence of how fragile Raziel's life is compared to all these immortals around him that you know, like there's, there's a vision of him dying at one point, which we'll sure we'll get into. And then oh, there's yeah. him almost dying by falling out a window, which I kept waiting to be like a trick, but he really just almost fell out a window because he's <laughs> such a dork. I love him. I didn't relate to that at all. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Oh my God. I was dying. I, when I was really, I was like, is it magic? Is it? No, he's a klutz. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> straight up just <laughs> land on an open window cool 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 <laughs> look we can't control our enthusiasm enough to actually check right okay. and, he, and his casual like wow i almost died and Sylvain's like don't say that <laughs> <laughs> i am literally not built to function with this short of a lifespan 
<laughs> I know. I love it. Oh, God. Uh, I also really love the disability rep in this story. Yeah. So Sylvain has lost the ability to speak. And I'll, this this is a fairly common trope, I feel like, especially in romances that have one character can't speak. We literally read another romance novel yeah. with this theme. But the whole time we were reading that novel, I kept thinking like, why is there no sign language in this? And then realizing that a lot of times there isn't in stories. It's just never there. But this story, like very specifically, he knows sign language. The signs he are, is doing is ASL. Like it, it actually is ASL. Sort of. I mean, it, it is, it's older than ASL. It's based in some ASL and it's actually okay. based in some French uh-huh. language as well. Is it? And there's a little a bit of, the of signs um, are the same. Mm-hmm. And there's actually some from a different language as well. I want oh, really? to say Hindi. Oh, okay. That's cool. I was yeah. picking up the letters, like when they were signing the letters and yeah. things like handsome, I definitely recognized those. Yeah. So um, there. ASL was based uh, quite a bit on the French language. um, Yeah. And then so like, there's a lot of similarity there. Yeah. Um, But so that's, they specifically drew the signs. Yeah. With that in mind. That's awesome. Because he's in France. Yeah. No, I was wondering why they chose the now I know. Because I was like, it it seemed like the same. So that makes sense. But yeah, there was another language in there thrown in because he spent a lot of time um, in India, right. Or in that area, yeah. uh, yeah. it was before it was consolidated all as India. Right. Yeah. That's cool. But yeah. Cause he, and he does say it's kind of a language all his own. Yeah. So I guess it's like, you know, juxtaposed language. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do love that it exists. Cause I feel like how infrequently I've seen sign language used in mm-hmm. not just in comics, but in books, like they just, it doesn't happen very often and it's it was so powerful to see it um and him teaching uh raziel and them talking together in sign language at the party and no one can understand what they're saying so they are literally just saying anything they want and it's so great yes i loved everything about it i know i love it so much and like you know until he teaches raziel Mm -hmm. his sign language he's been using and he often uses when he's speaking to other people who don't speak sign language he uses a, a a notebook and he yes. handwrites what he wants to say yes and so he always has a notebook on him <laughs> I relate I always have yeah. a notebook yes. um but he includes sketches and uh you know like yeah. flowers and like so this notebook is such a reflection of his experience of the world mm-hmm. and then so when he gives his notebook to Raziel so that Raziel will have a piece of him oh my god it's oh like he gave god. him his whole heart it was I just oh my god yes we love them. Oh, I died that day. Yeah. <laughs> Thousand percent. <laughs> oh. And like that actually brings me to one other theme. And I, yeah. uh, you, we read a lot of romance, you know, we obviously do. that's a huge, you know, thing, theme yeah. for this podcast. Have you met us? Yes. Because yeah, you know what? It's lovely and it's happening and I, I need the brain juices. Yeah. So you know what? We do. No judgment. Yeah. But falling in love very specifically seems to to be a thematic element here mm-hmm. and I love the perspectives on it yeah you know, we have like from a sense of innocent youth mm-hmm. but also from a more cautious but never cynical yeah side, oh know? absolutely absolutely and I just and you see mm-hmm. their love reflected in the people around them 
like how they perceive the two of them. So it's, it's this really interesting kind of way that the world is built where you have the two of them orbiting each other and Mm -hmm. so focused on each other, but there's other people around them, like a circle orbiting them. And you can see the love that they have for each other reflected back from the way that the rest of their world perceives them. And it's just so beautiful. Like the stars orbiting each other. Oh, exactly. we have a theme. <laughs> yeah. And I had one last theme as well. So we this is another one where we only know this so far, kind of from the um like the the side sketches and stuff that are with the comic, but uh Sylvain is demisexual. Mm-hmm. And I am obsessed. This is one of my favorite tropes that rarely happens, but when I see it, I get so excited. I love uh, asexual or asexual spectrum sex negotiation scenes <laughs> it's my favorite <laughs> thing I think I told you one of my favorite fanfics of all time uh is a uh shadow hunters one that is entirely about asexual sex negotiation yes <laughs> I'm obsessed with it but like I've never I've never seen it in a in something that wasn't fan fiction so I got right? there and I was like oh my god and to be fair listeners you have to go to the website to get this conversation because it's censored on Webtoon. daddy webtoons doesn't really love this but <laughs> but i went i immediately switched to the website and read it oh and uh, it's worth it and it's it's not just worth it for the smut factor it's yeah although not gonna lie that's oh, it's good it um, is good it's worth it for the story elements that you get it's yes. worth it for that conversation it's worth could, it for yes. the, oh my god it's I, so I, beautiful i in in, I can't believe I'm about to talk about my dissertation on this here podcast, but in my dissertation, this on, is my shocked face <laughs> on asexuality. I, I've been talking about the way we need media to provide scripts of how to have romantic relationships when you we were ace, because we have scripts for every other type of relationship, but so few scripts that kids can read and be like, okay, this is a, how I can have this type of conversation, mm-hmm. which is how we learn. And that's our campfire conversations that, you know, used to be had are now media it is so rare to see this but to see it so well done where it's like you you know the what um raziel's feeling rejected and sylvain's like no you don't understand like i i it takes me time to get where you already are and raziel's like no i i think i do understand like i know what i know what this is clearly raziel has met more queer people in his life well and he just, needed, he just needed that validation right like yeah 100%. it's easy to be in that situation and to take yeah. it personal because it abandonment issues well not just abandonment <laughs> issues just yeah. like straight up when you're in sex negotiations true everything is personal and you're so vulnerable yeah. you know you're, yeah. you're you're making yourself vulnerable with another person right and that everything at that stage is personal yeah you know so yeah. Unless you're being very explicit with your conversation. Yeah. And, and I don't mean explicit in a, in a, in a like sex mm-hmm. talk way. So I, you I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, and absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, whatever. Right. Have fun. But I mean, in a being direct, like, yeah. this is what I mean. This is what I think. This is what I feel mm-hmm. way. Yeah. It's very easy to misunderstand it. Absolutely. In a personal way that they are not intended because we're all stuck yeah. in our own perspective. We're oh, all yeah. stuck in our own heads, right? So you can see it happen. Yes. And the, you know, the added layer, because that's what triggers the I've never enough for any one conversation. Mm-hmm. So that added layer of like trauma for mm-hmm. uh, Raziel means he not only took it personally, but like to the nth degree, right? Yeah. And, you know, that they had this really healing moment where Sylvain is explaining, it feels like, 
maybe for the first time explaining this to somebody, it didn't feel like something he had talked about before. No. Um, and even though he be immortal, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but as a demisexual immortal, it hey, maybe you know, didn't come up that frequently. It might not have. <laughs> and it doesn't seem like he's let people super close, uh, mm. up till this point. So probably not. Uh, he probably hadn't felt attraction before, you know, because demisexuality is not feel like attraction until you let someone close. So he probably just thought that didn't happen with him. And then suddenly it kind of did. Yeah. Um, and then them negotiating like, okay, I I feel good with this, but not that it it was so good. Yeah. And it was was, sexy. It was incredibly sexy. It's like negotiating consent too. Like that is sexy. Extremely sexy. When you can make yourself vulnerable with somebody. Mm and feel safe doing yeah. it yeah that's a powerful feeling that's uh, a and yes. it's deeply attractive oh yeah yes sex negotiation talks are hot kids that's hot. just just like don't let anyone tell you otherwise <laughs> yeah no until you've had some steamy steamy sex negotiation <laughs> you don't even know <laughs> and if you need the fiction recommendations oh, we have some we have some <laughs> we have some <laughs> Well, speaking of those, do we want to get into some story specifics? Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I my very first story specific was Raziel and Sylvain exploring the physical side of their relationship and all of the communication around yes. those feelings. Yes. Hashtag relationship goals. Hashtag relationship goals. Literally every date they go on, and this this story is like a series of adorable dates with an interspersed murder plot, which is maybe my favorite genre of romance. Right? Oh my god! <laughs> adorable date. Adorable date. Oh, by the way, somebody got brutally gutted in the street. Adorable date. <laughs> it's like, oh, I forgot about that part. <laughs> to investigate it did we know we forgot about it okay not that by the wayside oops we had stars to gaze upon look (laughs) our soft boys needed to go on a date and did they ever their priorities stargazing date oh my god oh my god oh my god (sighs) they're precious they are yeah they were just like in it right away <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and then we got boat cuddle stargazing date oh my god even better so cute i know when they just steal somebody's boat which i love I- they're just like it's here nobody's gonna miss it for the you know several hours we take it on the lake and cuddle <laughs> right i mean who's ever oh, even gonna notice who's gonna notice and then they just watch meteors in a boat cuddled beside each other and it's so cute and Sylvain puts um mittens on on Raziel <laughs> I, I swear Sylvain's brain has to just be screaming I have a fragile mortal what do I do <laughs> I will wrap him in bubble wrap he protect, <laughs> he protect because he might break <laughs> you know, oh my god but okay another one is and I already spoke about it but I can't with how much I love that scene is the first time Raziel and Sylvain see each other in the library or the Academy of Sciences or whatever and the stack of books because he's been and and Raziel's hiding because he's been studying for days and hasn't changed his clothes and or even thought about his hygiene Uh (laughs) and then hot guy had had the nerve to walk in at that moment the noive (laughs) and then Sylvain does let, lets him take a nap and does the translating for him oh. is there anything sexier than a man doing paperwork for you uh he took his notes i died inside oh, i swear to god precious 
oh, my nerdy little heart grew three sizes. You know, uh, we literally had a whole conversation this week about how hot spreadsheets are, listener, Look. in case you didn't. <laughs> Look. In case it wasn't clear. <laughs> Is there a drop-down menu? Because oh, okay. Look, this the show is already explicit. Do you want to get us taken off the air? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. So Razio literally tripping as he comes to in to meet Sylvain and yells "Zut!" <laughs> like "Zut!" Alone, you know. <laughs> oh, I, love I can't that. relate to that at all. I don't know. That's adorable. I god, just I uh, oh my god. I had actually even written down the whole uh, Sylvain taking notes as well because I can't. I can't. Yeah. It's so cute. Uh, we also get a flashback to shitty, emotionally abusive ex. Yes. Don't know what the deal is there, but nope. I, I suspect this is not the last we will see of them. Nope. nope. Speaking of another NB character. Yes. Very excited. Cool. Excited, though I feel betrayed by this NB character. <laughs> Look. I was like, how dare you? We support NB's rights. <laughs> and and they support their wrongs. Not this time, though. <laughs> against my baby <laughs> look it got raziel where That's he needs true. to be with Sylvain. in sylvain's arms yeah Fair enough though i suspect we will see this character again because that flashback was too random to not yeah. be a setup for something i think so also <sighs> can we talk about the look on sylvain's face when raziel first sleeps over and they kind of yeah. snuggle hug like because raziel basically is just like mm, a flop over on top of him and then sleep <laughs> so funny it's adorable they, it was a full like he was just gonna make raziel a bed and then go you know live because he does not need sleep and raziel's like but you could stay with me and he goes okay i am here now <laughs> and now you're stuck bud because yeah. it's just like having a cat in your yeah. lap you're uh-huh. now you can't yeah. move don't think he minded that much no I don't think he did I don't either I love how so he he his heart does not beat because he is undead yeah but he makes his heart beat uh and, <laughs> and then it seems like it just speeds up when uh Raziel's around on its own because <laughs> he says it responds to his emotional yeah. needs as well it's so he's so like cute. I'm making my heart beat oh god now it's doing oh, it on its oh, own no. oh no <laughs> so funny i love it so much can we talk about that moment when raziel and like his straight up earnestness when he's telling sylvain that he's not afraid of him just because he doesn't understand what he is yes oh my god yes i love that yeah like i love you but you know undead no heartbeat i don't care you're mine that was after he has a near heart attack because he wakes up and Sylvain is cold and his heart's not beating. <laughs> He's like, oh he no, this, breath. He does this the whole is just life. how I am. And Raziel's like, what? <laughs> A heads up would have been good. <laughs> oh my like, God. Sorry, honey. If you wake up and I'm a cold dead corpse next to you, that's okay. <laughs> that's <worry>. normal. <laughs> that's, it happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, I that really panic. does feel like a night before conversation. Right. Like, Hey, babe. So <laughs> this could happen. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, so um, we have not at all talked about the murder mystery. People are getting murdered, <laughs> <laughs> and it has to do with the woman wearing a phoenix brooch. I think. I like think a so. Dragon, I, like a phoenix or something. Indicating a different family in the Magoy, I guess, but. Yeah. 
I wasn't sure it seemed like it was, <laughs> but I, I wasn't sure if it's a, is it a Merlin thing or not? Cause it seems to be related to Merlin. I think it is. It does appear like Merlin is the big daddy of that one, but the big, the big daddy, the big yeah. daddy, baddie, the, the big daddy, baddie, <laughs> the big daddy, baddie. Uh, yes, I think so too. And so they're trying to, so our detective duo and Sylvain are all trying to figure out who is murking people in the streets. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. They kept going. It's a dog. And I was like, is this a, is this a gay werewolf book? <laughs> Oh, get out of my head. I mean, it could be. Everything is gay werewolf book until proven otherwise. I always assume there's a werewolf. (laughs) Oh my God. I love it. Um, And then the other, speaking of bloody vision. So Marilyn has a vision of Raziel dead. Mm -hmm. Not okay, Uh, FYI. Yeah, I was definitely freaking the fuck out when that happened. I was like, we we ended on such a cliffhanger and I'm upset. (laughs) The last Uh episode was just like, nope, not going to tell you what's going on. I I am unwell. (laughs) Uh, Deeply. Uh, So redheaded evil woman, which we haven't talked about yet, is probably working for Merlin. Yes. That's all I got on that, I guess. I didn't Uh actually have more. She seems cool. I mean, in an evil, bad way. Yeah. But also in a kind of a literal way, since she seems to have the ice magic. Yeah. Killer <laughs> Frost up in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. Do you have more story specifics? Or are we ready to transition into predictions? Oh, let's transition into predictions. Okay. Okay. I have a lot and they all are about Merlin. Okay. Well, I have a couple and none of them are about Merlin. So. All right. Okay. Uh, so this is the point where I reveal in my <laughs> queer baiting history of media that I have consumed that I was deep, deep down the dark Tumblr rabbit hole that was BBC's Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> the queer baitiest of shows, it may be second only to Sherlock. I'm not convinced. Uh, <laughs> it was, I think the only reason that it ends up beating Sherlock for me is because it was definitely part of the awakening yeah. uh, the awakening yeah. <laughs> with oh for oh us God. all for, oh, yeah. for us all yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 I didn't realize at that time but it was one of those where I finished watching the show and it like realized I was queer just two years later and I went back and watched the show and I went oh <laughs> It was one of those that became that my interest in it became suddenly much more yeah, clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it was one. It was one of many ones where the actors were like, "No, our characters are gay and they love each other." Like, oh, queer. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so anyway, so the point being, I saw Merlin pop up in my brain. I I was jumping to conclusions. I was jumping. <laughs> I mean, I took a tiny step, and their conclusions were. <laughs> Did I have to leap to them? Yes. <laughs> but they were right there for me to leap to. <laughs> um, so based on these like weird kind of visions we're getting as Solvain is explaining what he knows about Merlin. Mm-hmm. I think that Merlin killed Arthur in this version, Ooh. which broke my heart when I thought about it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 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 but they, so 
the the reason I think this, the the clues that are up on my conspiracy board for this is because um, Sylvain says that Merlin was said to have been able to predict the future, but I believe he caused it. And he says this as we're seeing an image of Merlin walking away from Arthur's dead body. Mm. I was like, he murked him. I don't know why or for what purpose, but I think that he did. Okay. I, I can see that. I, 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 I took that more as a, a like less intent thing, but more mm. uh, like Merlin's actions resulted in that situation but he um, seemed to be unfazed by it i guess is why i jumped to murder (laughs) yeah because i maybe and again maybe this is just bbc merlin in me i was like he isn't sad he isn't holding his dead body like he's walking away like a cool guy does from explosion (laughs) (laughs) so maybe he didn't kill him but he is indifferent to his death but my prediction, because I want it to be as gay as possible, please, I, I think that whatever he did, whether he straight up killed him or led to his death, that decision, whatever it was, is the thing that switched him full bad. Mm, I think, yeah, I think it was the breaking point because I suspect he was like Merlin in many of the stories, again, including the show Merlin, mm-hmm. he was that good character that like kept making compromised choices until he was making really compromised choices. Yeah. And I think slope. that one was the moment that he was like, became batty daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I like it. So I think that Merlin, I think what happened there with the vision of Raziel bloody paired with my thoughts on this, I think what's ha- going to happen is he saw that Raziel's death was going to be meaningful. I think that's what that vision was. Mm-hmm. We know that he's trying to get Sylvain to work for him. I think he is going to try to kill Raziel to get Sylvain to work for him. Mm-hmm. That is my prediction. Okay, so I I have a prediction around that. Please. Okay. So we know that Raziel's mom left. Yeah. When he, and we know that Raziel's mom had some sort of magic. <gasps> so I think Raziel's Raziel is mom, a Merlin. I well, I think Raziel might be of an immortal line. Oh, he could be I a Morgana, he, right? <laughs> um, I I, so I I think that if Raziel's death is a thing that happens, it's the thing that triggers his immortality. Oh, well, okay, because I had a, another prediction that builds on yours. I love okay. that. We're putting it together. We're getting Jenga. there. We're Jenga-ing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because my other prediction was, I think it's going to go Midnight or an Apollo on us. I, okay, I think that because Sylvain said, if you die, I will go to the ends of the earth to, you know, it's the ends of the underworld to bring mm-hmm. you back kind of situation. Yep. I think that Marlin will kill him. I think that Solvay will have to go in and find him and he's never been able to bring anyone back. Okay. So no, I have something that builds on this too. Okay. But if he brings him back, he comes back immortal was my thought. Anyway, go yes. ahead. Okay. So, and he <laughs> does come back immortal because, <laughs> so, you know, how Sylvain, you know, there's the different areas of the underworld, <gasps> right? And he hasn't been able to get into the area where the necromancers are. Yes. Because it's too far or whatever. So that's where he has to go to get Raziel. That's how he realizes that Raziel has latent magic abilities. Yes. He doesn't find him in the mortal part of death. Yes. And that, <gasps> oh and so God! there's a whole like danger arc of Raziel going into the like, no, I can't get there kind of part to, to bring yeah. Raziel back. Yep. Oh, I, oh, yes, we're correct. We got it. We did it. 
Oh my God, we, we galaxy brained it. We did. And now, now that you've said the part about him being, he's definitely one of the lines. I feel like he's either got to be a Morgana or a Merlin. I feel like he's going to be one of the two big ones. Yeah. Right. I think. Yeah, there aren't any other really big ones in that legend I was trying to think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like he's going to be one of the two of those. I mean, maybe he's the lady in the lake. He could be the lady of the lake, but that, she wasn't specifically witchy in many of the versions, though. Yeah, true. Well, she was magic. I don't know. But I was thinking she, he could be a Morgana because Morgana is Merlin's mortal enemy. Mm-hmm. So if he is the new Morgana to face this Merlin... I'm just saying. I see it. I see it. I love it. Oh my God. Oh my God. We did it. Ah! The other Morgana is just Morgana is my other prediction. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, maybe they're related. Maybe they are. (gasps) Maybe that's his mom. Do you think that's his mom? (laughs) (laughs) His mom's just chilling at the event. (laughs) Oh my God. His mom. We just shipped his mom. We shipped his mom and (laughs) Vivette. feel like at least some of these are going to end up being our metaphorical eye patch like a thousand percent. maybe this morgana character never comes back no. or something but i just love it <gasps> so good so we good did we did it <gasps> okay wow I, All right. I feel high off of that <laughs> right so do we want to do quotes or art let's dive into that art oh god okay let's do this <sighs> is so pretty i want to die i can't i can't i can't the color saturation used to set the mood the dreamy cast to the whole story the blushing yeah the facial expressions the different backgrounds there's so much to look at so much detail at all times it also has this like quasi classical look like it looks like a classical painting but it's also more modern in some yeah. ways and I don't understand like I was looking at it and I was like I don't understand what this is but it's so good right like this the way the stars and the heavens are portrayed yeah. it's very magical and like there's actual magic in this but it's yeah. like metaphorical magical and actual magical yeah and, like this art is so full of movement and yeah. I just I when I think back about this story and I do yeah frequently um yeah I see entire panels in my head as animated like they're moving. Yes. Like they have a movement to them. I agree. And I just like, there's the light, the lighting. I can't with the lighting on this. Yeah. There's a scene. So you remember like the, they're in the, the, the library at the Academy of Science. And yes. See the, um, uh, the dude who is like super racist against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, shitty bully guy. Yes. Shitty bully guy. And we get him giving Raziel the side eye. Yeah, And all you see is like, everything is sort of in shadow and dark, except there's a, like a square of light across his eyes. Yes. Like this really epic side eye. And it's like, oh, oh, it's so good. Oh, I guess a thousand percent. You know, this really gives me Howl's Moving Castle vibes. Yeah. Right. And then one of the like special art, like extras she did was Howl's Moving Castle with the two of them. And I was like, oh. Because it gave me that vibe the whole time. And like, I just had the music from Howl's Moving Castle playing in my head as I was reading it. It has that vibe in the art and in the like tone. It feels like that in a lot of ways. And that's Howl's Moving Castle is one of my favorite movies. So I was very happy. And there's so much warmth in this art. And like, you know, I get it. Like there's a lot of like color saturation and the color tones and whatever, but it's also in the perspective. Yes. There's... 
I, and like, for me, I love photography. I, I'm not by any stretch of the imagination, a professional photographer, but I have a bunch of professional photographer friends who are exceptionally talented. And I've had a couple of lessons. And one of the few things that I've managed to pick up is the changing point of like the focal point. Mm-hmm. So you can change the focal point in a, in a picture and it gives you a different perspective on the image, right? Mm-hmm. And you can see that in this art. Like there's an image of, of Raziel and, and Sylvain in bed when they're having some of those yeah. negotiations, you know? It's so and good. It's amazing. And there's, so there's, there's, a, there's a, a definite foreground and a midground and a background. And in the foreground, there's a candle mm-hmm. on a table. And the focal point is almost between the candle and the man on the bed yeah and then there's a blur to the background that yeah very much gives the whole image depth it does everything looks so real it's It's, wild it's so wild and it's so pretty like you could take any panel and make it a poster on your wall easily (laughs) yes absolutely happily (laughs) happily it's so good I love them so much Oh, yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. I'm also just now realizing (laughs) in my predictions, we did not at all talk about, are there aliens? (laughs) Right? I'm sorry, but are there aliens? We're just seeing the three point UFO. What the hell? (laughs) Thank you. I definitely looked at that and I went, what? (laughs) Where is Mulder when you need him? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, you know. He's not alive yet. <laughs> Several hundred in years in the future. Mortal. Okay. You know, he's time you know. traveling now. He's in the TARDIS with the you doctor. Never... <laughs> you know, I said last episode was the most references we've ever made, but I, I think we've topped it. <laughs> oh my God. We totally have. We just put Mulder in the TARDIS with the doctor. <laughs> and the candlestick. <laughs> and the candlestick. <laughs> oh my god yes should we talk about those swoony quotes yes oh my god so this one is not quite banter core like it's not Mm -mm. no because it's too soft you can't banter if you're soft you just can't but it is so beautifully written they say poetry to each other. It's not banter. It's constantly. Poetry. It's poetry. Sylvain, especially. I swear. Sylvain is just like, has the moves. <laughs> he doesn't even know it, but he does. Right? Like, but And not just him, though. Like, I have a bunch from Raziel here. Like, yeah. my candles are spent and so am I. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I'm going to yeah. that as a way to say that I'm tired. I, I love that. <laughs> But when it comes to the romantic declarations, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Solvain wins because my favorite quote is the bear no shame in your inquisitive nature. I am quite fond of the way you are. I haven't been excited about the world in a long time. Oh, or how about stars I have seen, but perhaps not the way you see them. Yes. Or how about I feel like my world is expanding whenever I'm with you. Oh, if you wish, perhaps you would like to join me to see worlds even you have yet to explore. No, that one's Raziel, though. I'm shrieking. I know. I mean, like, honest to God, I'm going to get squee levels where our mics are going to peek out. (laughs) Oh, I know. And then when he, uh, when Raziel almost dies and Sylvain is just like, I would travel through the dark to bring you back. (gasps) I know. But also, okay, like, science goals right here. Like, this, this absolutely exemplifies 
my love of the scientific method. And I realize that there are ways um, in which sort of science and the scientific method are disparate in people's minds, you know? So science has become this thing that is almost like a religion, you know, and that's bad in a lot mm-hmm. of ways because it removes some of that critical thinking aspect that is so Which much is the part of science part of the scientific method that I really love thousand percent but we have it here in poetry form from Raziel and that is there is much I do not understand much the world does not understand but we should not be afraid how else will we discover the answers God! I love them so fucking much I can't <laughs> It's glorious. It's just unfair how wonderful this is. <laughs> wow, it take it's taken me out. <laughs> and now I'm dead. Now I have I'm deceased. Thank you. Absolutely deceased. Sylvain will have to bring me back because I am dead. Yep. I mean, I'm off to see the lovely lady death now. Oh, maybe I'll stay. <laughs> I mean, she's beautiful and she looks like she she'd knows. be a good time. <laughs> I bet. I bet she's fun to have a drink with. <laughs> right? I want to have a cup of tea with that lady for sure. Yeah. Like... <laughs> oh, lady Death, who's like, you never visit anymore. <laughs> so cute. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. <sighs> so, what are you bringing to the table for our next conversation? Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we didn't think you had enough dopamine, so <laughs> I'm going to add in more. Uh, and listeners, if you listen to our award show, you heard about this one a lot. So I figured it was time. We just read it. Mm-hmm. We're going to do Life Outside the Circle. Oh, yay. <laughs> <gasps> oh, the first one we've done, that's a completed story, too. Oh, I think so, yeah. yeah we, will, we will be able to read from start to finish and talk about the whole thing. Yes. Oh, exciting. We will swoon. We will mm-hmm. cry. We will make jokes about how much of a himbo Sammy is. It'll yes. be a good time. And probably Bronwyn will correct how I pronounced all of the names in it. I'm almost <laughs> certain. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, as I confidently knew I was wrong every time I said them in the award show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they aren't French and French is the only language outside of English that I'm in Fair. at all confident in. So, but you are so good at getting pronunciations right. So don't even start with me. Uh, Yeah. So that's what we're reading. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. And before we go. Yes. Who's our Loki variant? Oh, that is an excellent question. This is, you know, I have a thought. Yep. I have a couple. I think it's Merlin. (laughs) I was going to say the lady with the red hair. Oh, oh, yes. Either one of them. Yeah. I think we need to see them more to see how, how much they just love chaos. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I guess I got the sense that Merlin was a little bit tricksy. <laughs> oh, so tricksy. So tricksy. <laughs> and so sexy. Oh, sexy. Yeah, that probably did help my picking of yeah. that character. But redhead lady is also tricksy and sexy, so who knows? I mean, it works. We love it. <laughs> yeah. I could see it. One of those two. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe both. Maybe both. There can be multiple Lokis. We know As this. As we know. <laughs> As we know. <laughs> oh. oh, I love it. You do too. Until next time. 
Until next time. (sighs) (laughs) And where can our listeners find you, Bronwyn? You can find me on all the things at Shiny Baby B. I mostly live on Twitter, where I usually am tweeting about what I'm reading, because I'm always reading. (laughs) And you can find me on Twitter at The Myth of Psyche, where I tweet about feminism, psychology, and also what I am reading. And you can find me also on Gotham Outsiders, a podcast talking about queerness and feminism in the Bat family with my co-host TJ. And you should also be checking out our parent podcast at Talking Comics on Twitter, or you can email them at podcast at talkingcomicbooks.com. And if you want to uncork more web comics goodness from our show, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Thirsty on Tune, where we should be reading, drinking, and being nerdy. 